Hello and welcome back to the Who's He podcast with me, Phil. And on this episode, well, I'm going to be flying solo because I'm doing a solo audio commentary for an episode that I think that it probably deserves a little bit of reappraisal, mainly from myself, really. It's been reappraised by plenty of others, but I think it's my turn to do the same. And, well, I'm going to look at Fear Her. Um, from series two uh, of Doctor Who, uh, starring David Tennant and Billy Piper. Now, if those of you can remember, this one was set during the Olympics. It had a, a, a village of, or sort of like a street of disappearing children. Uh, had quite a good premise, but at the time I didn't feel it sort of lived up to that really. It had an interesting and scary uh, sort of story there, uh, which didn't really go anywhere and ended up being a sort of lot of soppy saccharine mush at the end. So, that's what I thought back in 2006, whenever the hell it was. Well, let's see if I think the same thing again. So there's going to be no news this week. Um, no Paul Iver, no Scott. It's just me yakking my way through uh, this particular story. Uh, I'm also recording this for the Who's He podcast video uh, channel on, our U- for, on YouTube as well. So um, you can also watch me watching this um, at the same time, if you so wish. Um, there's no going to be no little clips in there either, because I'll, I'll get absolutely fed up with uh, loads of uh, you know copyright content claims and so on and so on. So... Um, there you are, there you are. So it's just going to be looking at me watching the screen and commenting all the way through. So with no you know, without further ado then, well, let's get into it. But if you want to watch along um, at home, uh, I'm going to be pressing play in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, and play. And here we go. Oh, London 2012 banners, which I don't recall seeing above anyone's street. But there you are. Very nice, safe, middle class <laughs> street. I don't know where the hell this is supposed to be. It certainly ain't London. Okay, missing children. Oh, and here we have the the child of the peace, Chloe Webber. Oh, and Edna Dorr, sadly no longer with us. Most of those three standers, really. Was it My- Mighty Mo? I think she was called. Oh, okay, she's... And Nina Sosana. I once saw Nina Sosana. I can't say her name properly. Let's try again, shall we? Nina Sosana. Um, I saw her in Blackheath once on my way to work. I don't know if she was living around there or was appearing in a play or something locally. It's happening again. That's what Will said. In left, turn left. Now I don't. Now I don't think the actress playing Chloe Webber. Um, looking up the name here, Abisola Agbaji. If I'm pronouncing that correctly, I'm sorry if I haven't. I don't think she's appeared in anything since. Not that I'm aware of, anyway. Now, it's never really explained. I don't think it's explained at the end how she gets this drawing ability to draw fast like that. It must be something to do with the, the alien insider, I think. Such a long time, I've not watched this. See, that's creepy. That is creepy. 
The picture coming to life. Now that's a that's a see it had potential. This had potential. Anyway, I'm going through the credits. So let's let's go through a few facts about this. And so um, this uh, episode was first released the 24th of June in 2006. It was written by Matthew Graham and directed by Euros Lin. And uh, yeah, I expected better from both really, Matthew Graham and Euros Lin. Makes you wonder if this got watered down. Anyway, here we go. The TARDIS. Immediate play for comedy. No idea that the TARDIS materialises when they can't open the doors, but... So I'm looking at my phone as I'm uh, doing this. Now, as we're setting the scene here, this is um, now apparently this this if this is true, um, this was to replace um, the missing Stephen Fry story, and it had to be inexpensive, and it's certainly that. I think by that point, I'd kind of had enough of housing estates. Yeah, this is um, when the Doctor and Rose were insufferable. And I think this is why I kind of dislike this story, because they were insufferable. They were so smug. At this point, I know this. That's to my mind. That's there is a reason behind it because it all falls apart into this series uh, for the pair of them. How do you know that we're looking at one person, Rose? So skip into someone's front garden. So I've got the cat here as well. So if you hear any noises or me looking off camera, that's why. Actually, we've got a house full of cats, but that's another story. Ah, oh dear. I'm not, already I'm not engaged with it. You're just watching someone push a car. It's not really... Do you know what I mean? It's just not really grabbing me, even now. I know you have a little bit of scene setting, but... Dame Kelly Holmes Close, it says at the back there. I don't know if that was a thing, or did they start naming Rose after 2012? I don't know. So 
See what I mean? Smug. The Doctor is smug in this. I don't know if this guy's been anything else, actually. Is it Abdul Salis? I'm just looking up. Oh, of course, yeah, he was in Casualty, but I don't know if he's been anything after this, really. Let's have a quick, let's have a quick look at his, uh, his entry. No, not a lot, actually. No. After this, there's not a lot been shown up, unfortunately. I think the thing that does this for me, if the if the police, if they said they report all of these missing children to the police, there will be a national outcry, and the road will probably be blocked off, <laughs> and police everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if that's uh, people like him. I don't know if that's a racist thing or... Mm. Yeah, okay. See, the plane, it, oh, I don't know. I'm still, even at this stage, it's almost been sort of played for comedy, but it's such a serious thing with children going missing. I don't think, oh, I don't know. Don't know. I'm not sure if that's a good thing or not. You see again, playing for comedy, the doctor sniffing, oh, I don't know. See, they're so bloody smug. At least at the moment, he hasn't waved his sonic screwdriver about. Not the cat. Don't take the cat. Uh. 
Okay, so that, that explains the banner because the Olympic flames running down ordinary street. Okay. I can't remember if they actually did that. It's 12, 12, 10 years ago now, the London Olympics, and I cannot remember if they run them down any ordinary residential streets or not. And whilst this is quite a boring piece of television uh, here, oh, sorry, I'm not engaged with this at all. Um, I think the... I was certainly cynical about London 2012, but what actually happened, it was actually a very good event. I think that was the last time we actually felt proud to be British, actually. Ten years ago. How about that? It's all been downhill ever since. I think we peaked at that point. We really did. Yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> Wouldn't it have gone as soon as she drew it? I don't know. I'll oh, just see so we can get a cat disappearing noise. Okay. Dramatic purpose. Almost Tommy Cooper like that. Okay. This is not going to be my best commentary, if I'm honest, because there is not a lot happening. Mm. Unfortunately... She can't do angry. I, I don't blame her. I, I blame the director. I blame the writer. They should have just changed, you know, got more out of her. And I, I'm not blaming the actor playing Chloe Webber here. I really am not. This was obviously done on the on the rush as well. No. Okay, classic horror trope. You don't open the door, so you must open the door. <clears throat> what is that on Rosie's shoulder? Would you turn around? Look, it looks like a cock and balls. So that's a good. Oh, finally, sonic screwdriver. Oh dear, the hugging, the hugging. Oh dear. Oh 
Now, I remember rightly, this was just graphite, wasn't it? Now, you can find everything on the Sonic Sonic screwdriver. Why didn't you just use that? So, I like that little effect, rubbing it out. That looks good. Oh, I quite like that. That was a nice little effect, that. And again, a nice idea. It, it's there's there's so many good sort of ideas that just didn't pay off for me. And this is this is a, another one of them. It's like a cock and balls on the back of a jacket. <laughs> Doctor Who gets racy. Oh, as if that would work. You'd slam the door in their face. Oh dear. There are so many things that I just winds me up about this story, let alone the the way this is just put together. And wait till you get to the end. Oh dear, I'm I, <laughs> I just wonder if I still have the same reaction <laughs> as I did all those years ago. Oh dear. Dear, this isn't. Uh... So I'm trying to get my phone to work so I can see pull up any other facts. Now, I think some of the some of the the reviews at the time. Um, this actually had seven point one four million viewers, which I think Doctor Who could only dream about getting now, unfortunately. Um, an audience appreciation index of 83, which is, again, quite high for this story, actually. Um, but um, it did receive praise for its acting, maybe not for the Curry Webber character. Um, but they said the plot was formulaic um, and ordinary and just plods along. Um, and I think this one's probably more for kids, I think, rather than an, a jaded adult like myself. Which I think is probably probably correct, to be honest. Okay, so let's look at some of the other things it says here. Um, so they, yes, yeah, Matthew Graham does actually say the this episode was aimed at children rather than adults. Um, I think because of the dark sort of episode that's sort of or the two parts that followed it yeah so the paintings the drawings rather could the whole thing of them being creepy like that is 
It's a nice idea. Just don't think it really pulled off. Yeah, now apparently, um, Abisola, I hope I'm pronouncing the name right. Please write in or let me know how you should pronounce it. Um, it's Abisola Agbaji. I'm going to say it or Agbaji, whatever. Um, she was discovered an after school drama club. Um, and unfortunately, I think it, I think it shows. Again, if they just directed her better, maybe they would have got a better performance. And I'd say it's not her fault. It's not her fault. See, it looks like a cock and balls. What is that on her jacket? This podcast has probably has to be the biggest um, use of the phrase cock and balls. See, that's great. That's great. A, mon a, lit a literal monster in the closet. Hmm. See, again, that's quite a dark theme, an abusive father. Oh dear, so bro I, I don't mind the fact Rose is sort of taking the lead a little bit more, but see the doctor being smug again. Now, do you know what? That little bit there with the, the bit with the jar, I can imagine sort of the fourth Doctor and Sarah Jane doing something like that. It's sort of very absent mind, isn't everything? Just doing things without realising it could be offending someone. Yeah, sorry about the silence here, guys, because there's just not a lot happening. A lot of talk, um, which is fine. Probably not the best episode to do a commentary on then, really, because there's not a lot else happening.
there's an awful lot more than three children gone. Isn't there, if you look at the, the, the drawings on her wall? That really was a Mr. Spot moment. There you go. It was my mind to your mind. Oh, they could have just treated her or given her a different voice or something. Just get a whisper. It doesn't really work. I say this really is done on the cheap, this one. Oh, I wish I could be more positive about it. I hate being negative about Doctor, but there's just so much wrong with this story. You think, why do they pursue it? You know. It's the whispering. I don't like the whispering. So I like the idea of like things just drifting in space and just minding their own business and So again, nice idea. It's an alien child who play. They just want to play to alleviate the boredom. It's, again, it's a universal idea, which... But then it just goes all maudlin and saccharine and... Oh, dear. So again, it's an interest. It's like a little plant, a flower. I like, like, like a cross between that and a, um, a jellyfish. I just like the idea. So again, the monster in the closet, I don't, if I remember right, they don't make enough of that. Why not, why not burn the drawing? Don't know. <clears throat> 
Yeah, sort of like a, trying to do like a domestic drama with a bit of sci-fi, missing children. And, uh, maybe there's too many ideas in there. I'm not. I'm not sure. <laughs> did that happen you, i can't remember what happened the, the, what really happened at olympics was there a queue a week long to get into the opening of the olympics I don't remember this, but I remember the doctor disappearing, but that's about it. I don't remember the rest of it. <clears throat> don't know, I just didn't say take her home. I, I, I can't remember, I really can't remember what happens now. Oh dear. Yeah, kiss could be so and so's. <laughs> what? Why would kids hide pencils inside dolls? I don't know. See, I've forgotten this is the episode where he just casually mentioned he had a family. To Rose, and I'd totally forgotten about that. There was this episode, I thought it was something else. It's because I don't watch this at all. I've not watched it since 2006. Well, actually, no, tell a lie. I watched it the last time Paul and I reviewed it for the podcast. Well, that happened quickly. See, that's interesting. But what made it more interesting if it had more money was to show the Doctor trapped interacting with the drawings, which I think would have been more... Dear. 
I don't actually understand what they're doing in the street, actually. Why are they... Oh, Rose, you've been thick. He just gave you the clue. Big lump, big lump of the ground. <laughs> now, I work, for, I currently work for a council. That's the sort of mentality. That's council property. That is. Leave that alone. The Adenoidy voices. After found the office, that's what you happen now. Oh dear. <laughs> now we have Hugh Edwards, well-known newsreader Hugh Edwards trying to act. Although it's any better than when we had the when we had the uh, the World War Three Aliens of London episode with that actor trying to be a newsreader very badly. <laughs> Not you too, Bob. <laughs> nice getting an actual newsreader to do it, but oh dear. Oh, I don't know. Oh dear. Sorry, this just is not working for me. So a kitten's just walked in the room, so. Oh, this is Rosie's shining moment. Here's Johnny. Oh dear, it's the writing, it's terrible. Oh dear, the writing is terrible. Oh dear. Oh dear, why did they get poor Hugh to to say that 
tripe. <laughs> Sorry, I can't help it. There'd be a police escort. Where's the police escort? Just knock the kid out. Sorry, I just I just actually said to knock a kid out then, didn't I? <laughs> Was that much at stake? You would really, wouldn't you? Oh dear, never mind. Oh, feel the love. Oh God. Oh dear. Oh dear. Just like that. Oh, it's nice to see all the, all the children come back again. But as I say, there was a dance site more than three people missing out of that street. <laughs> see what I mean? There's loads coming back now. No, for some reason he ends up at the Olympics. Oh dear. Yeah, I don't understand why the why the dad's picture is still alive. I don't understand how this is happening, really. I really don't. So the idea of a creepy shadow is fine, but... Again, if they had more money, they could have just shown the animated thing coming towards them, which would have been... Very effective, actually. <clears throat> ah, yes. Okay. Well, there you are.
dear. That's what I mean. I really didn't like the Rose and Docks. I know lots of people loved it. Um, I didn't. I need a doctor. Oh dear. <laughs> the Olympic dream is dead. Oh my God. It's hope, it's courage, and it's love. Love. Hot Olympic love. <laughs> Oh dear. So that's all it needed was that little thing to say, go on, go and join your brothers and sisters, they're waiting. That would have been fine. Oh dear. I must be honest, I don't think I've had a, a, a fairy cake with the little ball bearings on the top for donkey's years. You come up with that ball bearings you can eat. It's true, actually. Okay, Doctor and Rose being smug. There's a storm coming. Ooh, not not a storm. Something coming. They are too. Oh no, it is a storm. I was right. It was the storms are coming. Oh well, well there you are. That's that's the uh, that's the end of that. It's playing out with the trailer for uh, for Doomsday and everything now. So uh, I'm not going to talk about that. Well, there we are. There we are. That was um, that was fair, huh? Um, not entirely sure what I thought of that. Actually, I'm just going to let the, the trailer play out and the, uh, and the and the end credits and everything. Um, yeah. Got a funny thing. Maybe maybe I should have uh, done a commentary for these two instead. But oh well, never mind. Never mind. Um, what did I think after all this time uh, of? It's been, I say it's been an awful long time since the last watch for her. I'm not entirely sure whether it st still doesn't work for me. It just doesn't. Um, 
I think it's just, as I said, a lot of ideas in there, too many ideas perhaps, that I think just didn't quite pay off, really. And this is a bloody long trailer as well. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think the I think the directing could have been better. It wasn't well written. It was it was obviously done as as a what do they call it? Um, a oh, there's a term for it. Sort of like it's an over not oversubscribed or something. But it's it, I don't know. But um, yeah, it's a shame we didn't. We never still haven't got that Stephen Fry story. If I'm perfectly honest with you. But uh, so I'm just going to pause the credits. I don't really want to watch them now. There we go. Um, yeah, I'm not into. Yeah, I I didn't enjoy it really. I said there's a lot of good ideas, didn't really go anywhere. Um, putting a child actor at the centre of your story is always, it's always a risky thing to do. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Unfortunately, in this case, it it just didn't it didn't quite work for me. Um, I dare say we'll do for others. It's just my personal opinion. Um, I don't know if she's gone on to acting other things. It's just the fact that a, a wiki entry um, as well hasn't got anything other than this which which is a, a a shame really i don't like to see um you know this is their their one shot at stardom and it's not well received uh by adults anyway uh, like, i'd actually like to see what scott thinks of this actually without me being there i don't want to sort of color his judgment because he does tend to sort of follow follow my lead sometimes <laughs> but there you go um but there we are there we are that that's that's that i hope you um sort of watched along at home and sort of made your own your own minds up about this one um it just wasn't for me i'm just going to pop my headphones off a minute so there we go um yeah so that's it really that's it so i don't think i'll be revisiting that one uh well anytime soon if I'm, I'm so sorry i hate being i really do hate being negative about doctor who uh it's not something i enjoy doing because it's a program i love watching and and, and always have and always will do um but uh you know this just wasn't one of the better stories unfortunately and it was a it was a bit of filler and it showed uh as i say i think if they'd have thought about it a bit more maybe dull back some of the ideas there was just too many because you had the it was set around the olympics um missing children monsters in closets you had the alien uh hiding inside a child that was and the loneliness and everything yeah, I think there's just a few too many ideas there that didn't really, didn't really stick the landing. Come the end, and some of the dialogue wasn't great either. I mean, you know, as I said, the uh, it's about hope, it's about character, it's about love. I mean, it, it's yeah, really maudlin and saccharine and and um, not for me. I'm afraid that one, not for me. But hey ho, hey ho. So anyway, there we go. That's in this little little short episode of the Who's He podcast. Uh, we'll be back at some point. I mean, Paul and I'll be back in September. Whether Scott and I'll be back before then, um, we shall see because it's not that, September's not that far away. And of course, Scott and I will also be going to the Hooverville convention in Derby um, for on the 3rd of September, which I know Scott is insanely excited about. So maybe we shall um, do a little podcast about that um, sort of when, when we get back. So we'll, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Anyway, until next time then, it's goodbye from me, Phil, and I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.
thank you for listening. If you don't want to miss the show, please don't forget to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. And if you get time, please also give us a review. You can also listen to our podcast via our website, which you can find at www.whos-he-podcast.co.uk. And you can also listen to us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Player FM and TuneIn. If you'd like to leave us some feedback about the show, please visit us on our Twitter account, which is who's underscore he underscore podcast. And can also find us on Facebook, just looking up the Who's He Podcast Facebook group. Thank you.